Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, good morning, everybody. Football music because it is a football Sunday last regular season game of the year. Along with my pal Jody McDonald, I am Glenn Mack. Now, now let's do the setup here. Jody Mack is warmly ensconced at home. I imagine him sitting by the fireplace, nice cup of coffee in his hand as he plans today's show. I got that about right, Jody? Pajamas? No, fi- no, f- no fireplace, but sweats and a WIP t-shirt uh, and a large cup of coffee just to my right-hand side. You, you painted a fairly accurate picture. It's, uh, uh, no, no need for the fireplace. Yeah, I was thinking still the Christmas pajamas, but that's cool. That's good for you. Oh, I got the Christmas tree still up. I'm not far from the Christmas tree itself, but there you go. Uh, no no Christmas pajamas. All right, you got the dog there scratching the dog's head. As dog's he already been out. She's been taken care yeah. of. She's good to go. She's good. ready for football. All right, I am at the stage. Stadium, along with our producers, um, uh, Dave Breitman or Bill Matz, and uh, nobody else from our vantage point. We are the first to arrive at Lincoln Financial Field about six hours and 20 minutes from now. We will have kickoff between the Jalen Hurts-led Eagles and the, we don't know, New York Giants. Now, Jody, let me start you with this. Can I ask you a quick question first? Yeah, sure. Um in one of my uh, return trips to New York, uh, I was working for a radio station that had the Jets rights. And I did the Jets pre-pregame show. Didn't do the pregame show, but I did the pre-pregame show, which is what you're doing right now with me here on 94 WIP for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I, like you, would be at the stadium. Shoot, we used to start at 9 o'clock. In the morning. I used to be, have to be there from 9. I was on 9 to noon. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of a different feeling. Because nobody's there. You pull in, it's the stadium, it's cool because it's game day. But then you look around and you have a couple of just stone cold wild men. They open up the parking lot at 9 o'clock for. Well, here uh, it's downtown. here. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, you finish the story and then I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, feel free, jump in, uh, comparable. But there'd be some people that would just be warming up the grill, but they'd be a couple of hundred yards away from where you were. It was just a unique thing to do because you're 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 seeing it all evolve uh, evolve right in front of you, which you're going to get to do today. Have you not done one of these uh, so far this oh, year? Oh, I've uh, well. So normally I get here, I start uh, three hours ahead because I do the uh, countdown to kickoff for the Eagles. But I have right. this is no, this is I think my second one this year. But I've done a bunch of these over the years. 
Uh, listen, we got lucky today because it's January, and we've done pregames in January, <laughs> and people have come to Eagles games in January where it's 10 degrees right. uh, and snowy and all of that. It's a nice 40 degrees today. The sun's out. There's no wind. We certainly got lucky with that. Now, I've done this more than a few times. When I got here, the parking lots today open at 9.30. For, remember, it's a 4.20 game. Right. So the parking lots open at 9.30. I got here, and all the cars were lined up to get in. And I will tell you, there were dozens and dozens of cars waiting to get into the lots. They let me pull in because, you know, I'm working. Uh, so I got to cut the line, much to the consternation. <laughs> I think of one or two people like, who's you, that you, guy? You, you get a Who couple does of, he know? You, did you get a couple of your number one salutes with the extended middle finger? Yeah, that, the Eagles are number one. You bet. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're going for the one seed. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, but, you know, I had to get in because I had to sit up and do the work. Um, sure. But, but people are coming early. Listen, it's, it's a nice day. Uh, it's a terrific day to come out and tailgate. And, yes, but the barbecue grills are going to be set up. You know how my favorite people are? Because I've seen this a couple times, like if I have to leave a game early, and I've had to sometimes leave at halftime for something, there are people who will set up in the parking lots and stay there through the game. They don't have a ticket to the game. Right. Um, They'll have a big screen TV. Sometimes they'll have, you know, the Winnebago or the camper or whatever, and they got these comfy chairs, and they just sit out there and watch the game, drink a beer, smoke some ribs. Not a bad time. The... um the old Texas Stadium where the Cowboys used to play with the uh, hole in the roof. Yeah. I did several Eagles trips down to Dallas for the showdown between the Eagles and the Cowboys. And they used to have a place, I don't know if you ever made it in uh, in there when you were, if you were down for an Eagle Cowboy game. Oh, yeah, I've been there. the Corral. Yeah. It was a uh, run by the team within team property. You had to have a um, you had to have a pass to get in there. You didn't have to have a ticket to the game, but you had to have a pass to get into the corral. And yeah, I'd go to the corral before the game started, and I'd come out to the corral after the game is over and done with, and see the same exact people. Yeah. So they did. They never left. They yeah. just stayed in there and watched the game. They just wanted to be near the stadium, right. so that when it when it exploded, when a big play happened, they could be a part of the cheering. Oh, yeah, I've been uh, seeing this for years. I love that. And they pay. I don't know. I mean, it's not cheap. Fifty bucks, whatever, to get in the lot, and then they hang mm-hmm. out with their friends. I think it's great. Actually, if you're one of those people, and right now you're probably sitting in line to uh, to get in, listening to Jody and I, hey, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you and kind of get the psychology of that. I will say this, um, and I think people who come down here know it. There is no more inefficient entity in Philadelphia than the parking services oh. to get you in and out of Eagles games. It is ridiculous. Um there are times when it's like one car at a time, and they have to scan your ticket, and the ticket doesn't scan. And I don't think it's just my ticket. I imagine that happens with everybody, and it moves glacially slow. And it's why when I'm going up to the press box from down here where we do the pregame show, north side of the stadium, Pepsi Plaza, come on by when they let you in. Um, you know, I see these poor people lined up 100 yards deep waiting to get in, missing the opening kickoff. But I I haven't yeah. done that for an Eagle game in years uh, because yours too is on CBS Sports Radio and I got to watch the other games. That's part of my job for what I have to do later in the day. So I haven't been live at the stadium for years. Oh, but I got to experience it again over the last couple of months. Phillies playoffs. 
uh, yeah. trying to get in yeah. and out of parking lots and onto uh, varying highways to get out of there thereafter. Oh, it just uh, go ahead and take an hour of your life and know you're going to roll about 400, 500 yards over the course of an hour. Yeah, not the most efficient uh, no. down there in South Philadelphia. No. So if you are uh, waiting to park and they have now, uh, they open the lots, so the lots are now open. But if you're, particularly if you're one of those people who comes, you don't come into the stadium for the game, but you're in proximity. And as Jody said, you hear the cheering and you like to hang with your friends. I'd love to talk to you. I, this, this is the day I want to do it. All right, Jody. They are playing today. Now, most reports have that the Giants are, by nature of the fact that it doesn't matter in the standings if they win or lose, not going to play their starters, play their scrubbinis, play their third-string quarterback. Uh, I keep calling him Joe Webb, God forbid. Uh, what's his name, Webb? I forget Davis. his name. Davis Webb. Thank you very much. Joe Webb is a nightmare from years ago that I don't want to bring up. Um, however, yesterday... Mike Sealski and I had on Tom Rock, who's the NFL columnist for Newsday. And he said his belief was that Daniel Jones is going to start, play maybe a quarter, want to get some work in. Uh, Saquon Barkley may have a couple of carries, not a lot. I would be really surprised if it works that way. I don't, I'm not going to say Tom Rock is wrong. He's got sources better than I do in New York. But can you envision the Giants actually playing their real players today, their starting players today? No. I, uh, you and I have gone back and forth on this over the years so many times. You know I'm a compromised guy. I like to find that middle ground. Uh, when you want to be less than comp- complimentary, you call me a hedge guy. Jody Mack likes to hedge. And I do. That, that, is, that is very true. I think that life You're the ultimate spent, moderate. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. And life is spent much more in the gray areas of the, uh, the, than the black and white extremes that everybody seems to need to get to in 2023 now. This is not one of those positions. That there isn't a middle ground here. Either you believe that you need to protect your players from injury and you are going to take your key handful of guys and tell them, yeah, you're not even dressing. Or you say, no, we need to do what Tom Coughlin did years ago. We need to play this out. We have to try and win. They famously played a very competitive game against the Patriots the last game of the season, the year they were undefeated, and then sure enough robbed them of doing that in the Super Bowl. You either go one of those two routes. Either you pull in all the oars off the boat, or you say, we want to try and beat the game. We remember the Eagles just kicked our fannies three weeks ago by more than three touchdowns. We need to get a little redemption here. I don't think there is a middle ground for this one. That would surprise me greatly. Uh, we just got a uh, report. Adam Schefter, thank you, Nick Earnshaw, producer, says Adam Schefter uh, just uh, put up that Davis Webb will be starting for the Giants, which I think uh, kind of confirms what you thought and what yep. makes sense to me. I, I mean, I don't. You know, it's it, there, there's no upside to starting Daniel Jones. There's no – I don't see any basis to do it. So, all right, let us go with that. Let us say the Giants are not going to start Webb, are not going to play Barkley, are not going to play, I don't know, Kayvon Thibodeau. I name name their top ten guys, and they're not going to see the field today. They're going to – Leonard Williams on the defensive line. Right, Leonard Williams isn't going to play. Because right. he's already hurt. Yeah. If he was playing, he'd be trying to play through pain. There's no way they're going to put him no. out there today. Okay, so they're going to play their backups, which I'll later give you the Ross Tucker theory of why that's not as beneficial to you as you think because those guys are really trying to win jobs. But the Eagles need to play Jalen Hurts, I think. 
uh, they will play Jalen Hurts. We do know that. There are some people, uh, Elliot Shore Parks on our staff says they shouldn't play Jalen. They can win this with the backup. They you don't want to risk Jalen getting hurt. How, how'd that work the last Well, time? that's where I was going to go with you. That was the, the, I thought that last week. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I think that uh, if Jalen Hurts can play, Jalen Hurts has to play. They've lost two games in a row. Not only the magnitude of the game, because we know what's at stake, but uh, Jalen right now is coming back off two weeks of inactivity. And this has never happened to him before. When he replaced uh, Carson Wentz two years ago, yeah, he was coming off a link. And guess what? He went out and uh, turned the ball over uh, too many times because he needed to get back into a rhythm. And since he's taken over as a starter, he hasn't missed two games in a row. No, I don't want to go into the playoffs with Jalen Hurts having not played in a month. Uh, even if Gardner Minshew started and found a way to win today, tack on another dead week off because of the bye next week. No way I want to go into the playoffs with Jalen Hurts off that kind of uh, respite. No shot. If Hurts is healthy and he is cleared to play, then he must play in today's game for me. All right. We're on the same side on this as well. By the way, 215-592-9494. would love to hear from you, your opinion on this and a lot of the things we we're going to bring up. And as I said, uh, there are hundreds of people lined up right now to get into the uh, parking lots. Uh, you got nothing to do. You're listening to us. Give us a call, 215-592-9494. So, Jody, big picture. Uh, they did not look good in Chicago. Uh, they won the game against a bad Bears team, which ha- actually has the opportunity to be- win the number one overall draft pick today if things go their way. That's how bad the bads- Bears are. Uh, they lost in Dallas, a game where they played pretty well but lost. And then they looked terrible last week. I thought both sides of the ball. I know, I know people said the defense looked fine, gave up 13 points. Didn't look fine in the first half. Right. What is your worry meter on a scale of 1 to 10, um, knowing that Hurts is coming back, uh, but knowing some of the other injuries they have? Not for today, right? We, uh, actually, let me back up a second. Do you have any fear factor for today, given what we just said about Giants, backups, Eagles, regulars? That they will win the game? That they'll, yeah, yeah. Any fear factor that they'll win. Not style points, but just win the game. Right. Um, my fear factor is at about a 1.5. Okay. Uh, All right, crazy, that's minimal. A- anything, any, any given week, blah, blah, sure. blah, blah, blah. But I, I can't come up with a narrative or scenario that they don't win the game. Now, we need more than that. You, you want more than that. You, you want to feel better about where this team is at as per where you thought it was two weeks ago. So I think there's more at stake. But if you're just talking about will they win the game or will they be the number one seed, my worry factor is under two. Right. Go to 14-3, and three, get the first round by, get the home field advantage. Right. That's it. Okay. Now, what is your worry meter kind of big picture um, is what we saw last week, really the last three weeks, a bump in the road, or is it something more? Does it all get fixed today with Jalen Hurts coming back? Or is there, are there underlying problems here that we uh, need to be concerned about for a team that we all were getting our Super Bowl tickets for? Um, there is. It certainly goes up from the 1.5 of the Eagles winning the game today. It's more than that because... Without Lane Johnson, this offensive line is just not the same. I know we give it a ton of credit, best offensive line, Stoutland University. He is a major part of it. And sorry, Jack Driscoll, uh, he's a nice guy, and the coaching staff just stone cold loves him. 
but he's not Lane Johnson. And we saw a major drop-off in the production on the right-hand side because of it. And Lane is supposed to be back for the playoffs. We believe he's going to be back. We have no idea what level of play he's going to be back at. And I think you have to assume that it's not going to be the usual Hall of Fame potential level that Lane Johnson usually shows. That's my biggest concern, more so than Jalen Hurts, is will Lane Johnson be back? And if Lane Johnson is back, what level is he back at? With as key a guy as he is, uh, my concern level is more like a five. Mm-hmm. Um, middle of the road, I'm, I'm still confident in the Eagles. I think they're winning today, so that home field advantage in the bye week is going to be huge. And I think they have a more talented roster top to bottom than the 49ers, who are the second-best team in my estimation because I know how good Brock Purdy's been, but Brock Purdy is a rookie, and the Eagles have a quarterback who played to an MVP level this year. Um, I think they're better than the Cowboys. I'm actually rooting for them to get another shot at the Cowboys because I want to see Hurts against uh, Dak Prescott. I, I still like their chances, but I'm not as confident as I was when they were sitting there at thirteen and one. Okay, uh, and and I'm again, I'm looking for something to. Uh, well, not I don't need to disagree with you, but I disagree with nothing you've said so far. The, the Lane Johnson thing was even worse than I expected last week. I think part of that was on the coaches, Shane Steichen and Nick. I thought the game plan made no sense, mm-hmm. um, and they left him him uh, Driscoll out there alone too often. And I don't know why you want Minshew throwing it forty times against the Saints, who have pretty good pass rush. So. I, I thought that hurt, and I think the Lane Johnson thing is worrisome. If he comes back, is he going to be able to play? And how well is he going to be able to play? And for how long is he going to be able to play? And the other one that concerns me is that the secondary overall seems very problematic right now. The good news, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson comes back today. Uh, it be interesting to see how they use him and how much they use him, um, given that he's coming back. But Avante Maddox... Is shown to be a much more valuable player to this team maybe than I thought because since he's gone down, other teams are pretty much throwing at will against the Eagles. I don't know uh, if I, again, am looking at the coaches who um, the defense coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, keeps using this soft zone in under which Dak Prescott went 24 for 24. And last week, what, what did he complete? The first 14 passes the Saints completed? Yep. Andy Dalton completed 14 in a row. And I don't know if Gannon is stubborn or if he doesn't trust Josiah Scott and Reed Blankenship. But either way, that's a, that's a, that's a worrisome thing to me. So I those remember, two things concern me. I remember a conversation you and I had again back in the 90s when we were doing a show together every single day. And for the life of me, I can't remember what Philly player it was. But I remember you telling me, Jody, less is more. They don't Mm. need this guy every single day. They can't put him in there. If they do, then you're asking too much, and his numbers come down across the board. And I said, come on, Mac, man. Less is less. Don't give me less is more. Less is less. He's a key player. They need to put him in there as often as he did. And you turned out to be exactly right because they did play more, and the numbers went down. I said, shoot, I should have listened to Mac now. Um, That's where I have have a fear today of uh, BG, Brandon Graham. Because he has had a phenomenal season. Just out of nowhere, coming up, playing as well as he has, double-digit sacks, major contributor with uh, Joshua Sweat out of the lineup. Are they going to up? I think they can up at some, but are you going to go too heavy-handed and put Brandon Graham out there? Because he has been a tremendous example of less is more. He's played less, he's produced more, and with Sweat out of the lineup – 
how much is the uh, Glenn Macnow confidence meter on uh, the potential replacement they got coming back from IR uh, to step Quinn. in and Quinn to, to yeah, be a major no. contributor for the Eagles today with uh, Josh Sweat on the sideline? It, it's not, and again, we don't know. We've gotten very little detail on Sweat's injury. It looked certainly scary, and we'll talk about DeMar Hamlin and, and how frightening that was. Uh, you hope Sweat's coming back for the playoffs, too, because he has been a key part of it. And with Robert Quinn, uh, less, much less is more because he's, he's done nothing. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk to the people, see what they have to think. 215-592-9494. Larry in Delaware starts us off. Good morning, Larry. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. I want to talk about this injury thing. See, a lot of people don't realize quarterback play is all about timing. And if your mind isn't really where it's supposed to be, like when I'm at work and I'm sore, I'm watching the clock, my mind isn't on what it's supposed to be doing. So you've got to take the fact if you're sore, you're tired, you're not sleeping right, so your whole thing is thrown off. And I'll tell you, I haven't had anybody say it, but look at what Kyle Shanahan did. Not Kyle, uh, Mike Shanahan did to RG3. You know, he put him back out there way too soon, and I really think it messed that kid's career off. So, well, it may have, it but I, I don't – I, I will I mean, tell you this. Well, no, I, I hear your point, and I think that what happened in that case really was close to criminal. I have confidence the Eagles would not put out Jalen Hurts before he's ready to go out. Well, exactly, and, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're talking about his very tool. The tool in his toolbox is his arm. You know, you can't play that position without the shoulder. You know, I mean, yeah, everybody talks about McNabb playing with the broken ankle. Yeah, well, all he had to do was sit there and use his arm. But you take that arm out. As long as you are as a glorified running back or a handoff machine, you're not throwing that ball. So I think Reston was right. But then again, he's not a four-year veteran that just off a bench, have his time and totally disrupted. So he does have to play today. He has to get back in sync. Yeah, I think and there's – and, th- and thanks. I, Jody, you, you agree there's an advantage to him playing today, uh, and I guess you've said it before. The, if he had not played from Chicago – and assume they win today through two weeks from now. That's some serious rust. Right. And, oh, by the way, here's the reason why I've been a little surprised and the Eagles might be overly cautious. We had a couple things working in hand here. The Eagles, as per the day that Nick Sirianni was hired, when it became more of a Howie Roseman unquestionable control team, have erred on the side of protection. They've been uh, practicing less giving guys days of rest instead. Injury report, rest for most of their veteran uh, players. Don't, don't leave out those preseason games. They have put a significant emphasis on we're going to protect our players. So I expected that with Jalen Hurts. He finished the game in Chicago. If he had gotten hurt and gone down and was pulled from the game and taken off with assistance, then I would go, oh, man, he's hurt bad. Uh, I'm hearing all, oh, he's adrenaline. That's why he was able to throw the ball. I don't care why he was. He did, and he looked good doing it, and he needed two full weeks off for that. So I was suggesting that it had a lot to do with the Eagles just being overly cautious, like they have been for two straight years now. I I hope that's the case. I hope Jalen Hurts comes out. There are reports out there that those that saw him throw 
said he threw it very well. Now it's, again, in practice, and the Eagles don't practice real hard. It wasn't any guys coming down on him trying to make him kiss the turf, but his arm did look good, and if that's the case, I expect him to play. I expect him to play until the Eagles get up by a comfortable margin, and I expect him to be able to uh, throw the ball effectively. 215-592-9494. Along with Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack. Now, it is an Eagles Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. 425 kickoff. Marilyn Mike on the call. Coming up, though, Phillies made a move yesterday. Pretty significant one. I want Jody McDonald's baseball expertise on that. Jody McDonald, Glenn Mack now. Sunday morning on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.